0: This is Caroline and we are talking about Poverty Mentality today, which is part of a series on Stretched. This is Kanalilis. welcome. So Kanalilis, as we keep saying, is about being stretched, being under pressure and remaining beautiful. Because the beauty is in the pain and we're learning from it all Um, our first lesson was it happened it happened injustice was to promote you and then pure wow then pieces a sign of remodeling then fifth gear yesterday i did shift expectations and today is the poverty mentality now it's interesting that i'm doing poverty mentality today because I am in a place where I've been telling God I am not in a good place financially. And yet, my lack of money right now, according to God, is not poverty. It is a poverty mentality where you think that all your worth and all that represents your value is in your bank balance it's funny because even right now today i'm still looking for where i can get some money um from um on credit and then i look at the topic and it's poverty mentality it's not poverty it is poverty mentality which insinuates that we think ourselves into poverty We think ourselves or we convince ourselves that we're poor simply by our wrong mindsets. And even now, as I'm speaking, God is also speaking to me. You don't know your worth, you don't know your value until you're stripped to zero bank balance because God has to shift your attitude. And your response for, I am worthy, I am valid because I have X, Y, Z. I have a car, I have a house, I can fuel my kids in a good school. You know, it goes up to other things. I live in a good place. That is not your true worth. That is not your true value. Those are external implications of the fact that you have made good decisions or you have been blessed with a good income or you made certain decisions which make you look like you're settled but that is not really what god would call wealth or riches it says the riches of this world you need to be rich heavenward You need to be rich according to the things of God, which then dictate your worldly possessions to some extent. But there are pretty rogue people who are still going to be rich. And for God, he doesn't care about them anymore once they refused him because they have an opportunity to turn around and thank him and worship him and serve him but they choose instead to serve mammon in fact we had this conversation just this afternoon um it's around six o'clock now 6 p.m and god was telling me about the spirit of mammon and how we worship mammon even when we don't think that money dictates our mood or money is an idol i said look You're in a bad mood just because you don't have money. Because there is no ka-ching-ching. There is no money you can't spend. You are not going to buy your fish. You can't buy your chicken. You can't buy your yogurt and ice cream. And you cannot pay your bill. And that's what is dictating your mood. You're all in a fix and you think you're all fixed like life is coming to an end just because your account balance reads negative or even zero. Now, don't get me wrong. It is not the will of God that we suffer, but that we get our priorities right. Your priority is not to fund your bank account. Your priority is is to serve the creator of the universe who gave you breath, gave you the blessing of your hands, the ability to create wealth, the relationships to network and know where to feed your mouth from and create a mind to be creative. That's the first base. That's the first priority of who to worship Or who to give attention to. When you shift attention from God because you're broke, then you've been doing idol worship, practicing idolatry by worshiping mammon. Money has become your God. And you didn't even know it until it was stripped away. Then the world is coming to an end, right? Right? Then your whole life is supposed to come to a standstill, right? Then nothing seems to work. Even you can't speak nicely to your spouse. Even your kids are an irritation. Now, everybody needs to be blocked from your phone list, phone book, contacts, whatever. Because they're disturbing you and you don't have money. But when you have some money, now you're happy. We equate happiness With worldly possession and currency, currency, notes and coins and digits in a bank account, that cannot be the source of your fulfillment. Reject it today. A poverty mentality says, I lack money, therefore I am poor. Therefore I am not just poor but even worse still, worthless, of no value. (coughs) If you see anybody treating anybody badly because they have no money, they are also worshipping mammon, an idol. It's a spirit. This spirit convinces you that you got nothing if you don't have coins and dollars and shillings. You don't have mullah, therefore you deserve to die. Your self-worth goes right under. You cannot even show your face at the gates of your city because you have no money. You don't even want to go to church. you don't want to go to the mall. you don't want to visit anybody. You don't want to be called by anybody. You're not answering emails because you have no money. Hmm. So God says, tell my children that I still love them even when they're broke. <laughs> and I'll still provide for them. And I'm still their provider. And I still want the best for them. And I don't look down or despise them just because their bank balance has zeros and nothing no other digit before the zero that is not why i invested in them that is not why i gave them breath i didn't give them breath to make money i didn't create them to have a bank savings account I didn't create them just to ensure that they could pay their bills and make a living in coins and dollars and cents. God did not just create millionaires. He created people with a heart. With a heart for him first and then a heart for others. That is true existence and it's true worship. You exist, number one, to do the will of God, to please Him, to fellowship and please Him. You do not stop doing God's will and working in His purposes in obedience because you're broke. Or even the other way around, you don't start to listen to God now that you're broke. You don't lose your job and then start to seek God. You seek God even when you're swimming in prosperity. You don't stop seeking God when your bank has been filled with some money or replenished. Then all of a sudden you have a million and one things to do because now you have money. You can go somewhere, shop, you can get XYZ, you can pay for that deposit, you can do and you can take your friends out to coffee and to lunch and you can do anything you want to do. Now you have an itinerary. Now you have no time for God. That is still a poverty mentality. You're poor towards the real riches of God. You don't have an eternal bank balance. All your life is tied up in money. The spirit of mammon controls your life. Literally controls your life. There is no joy unless you have abundance of money or you have enough. There is no joy. You have no joy. You have no peace. You can't settle down to do anything constructive because your bank account is yawning. It's hungry. God says, prioritize. I have given you so much. I have given you the breath of air. I have given you health. I have given you the wealth that is in hidden places. You need to discover it for yourself. Peace is wealth. My joy is wealth. My love and companionship is wealth. Your domesticated routine of life is wealth. The fact that you have children is wealth. Your husband is part of your wealth. Your skills and ability is wealth. Your health is wealth. The provision of air that you breathe for free is wealth. Your sight is wealth. Even your spiritual insight and understanding, which is most of the case underutilized. The word of God itself. In fact, this is what God told me. If you have the Bible, the word alone, you can survive anything. Because God's word is powerful. When he speaks it, all he has to say is let there be. When he speaks it, it happens. You have God in you and you're not speaking it. You're not speaking the word. You're not speaking him to life in your life. You're waiting for a human system to dictate your happiness because of the payment it gives you in currency. Now currency is temporary. It's just as good as the current for that day it flows it goes downstream all the way it's part of a current it's ever flowing that means you need to you can get it but you need to also know how to buffer it and streamline it so that it doesn't all go and get washed away down to the sea So, you have something that you have preserved in a reservoir. But even then, you still can tap into a source, a new source. When one source dries up, there is always room for new currency sources. The poverty mentality says when one source dries up, I am finished. that's it, I'm done or I'm undone, woe is me, I'm finished. That is not true. God of all wisdom will give you wisdom, give you knowledge, give you the right connection, give you a solution. If you'd look up to him and don't turn into your own inward small insecure fearful you because you can't handle this unless you turn to god your whole system is built on an inaccurate inadequate temporary ill-sustaining system which is the system of babylon but i will not get into but it's true i will get into that the Babylonian system puts you on a rat race. It dictates that you put your head, you put your muscles, you put your body to the yoke, to the plow, and you plow away, and you slave. You slave for years, for years, and you cannot account for what you've done with your money. You can slave for years and only get material things that are of no value towards eternity. You've been slaving for years, and nobody remembers what you ever did for them because you were busy in the office. You're busy answering calls and every time the boss wants something else done and you lost the very essence of life, the very joy-bringing essence, you became cold, cold as ice. Because the things that you're doing don't add life to you. They take it away from you. They take it from you. They drain your life. They drain you. They don't replenish your spirit. They don't replenish you. They're killing you. So God says, get in tune with the infinite things. The infinite things are embodied in an infinite being. Money is finite. Everything that money can buy is finite. You need to focus on the infinite, which will never run dry. So you will never be dry yourself because you are aligned and you are on the channels of the rivers of infinite waters whose source will never run dry. And as long as you're on that current of infinite life-giving waters of the living God on a stream of life that never runs dry, you will not only be quenched of your thirst, you'll also be replenished. You'll also have enough to replenish others. Because you're not depending on money. You're depending on God. So that's it for now. See you in the next topic. Bye-bye. Take care. Have a lovely evening. Or have a good day. He gives beauty for ashes. Strength for feet. Gladness for mourning, peace for despair. He gives beauty for ashes, strength for fear. Gladness for mourning, peace for despair. Peace for despair, peace for despair.